0: Welcome to another episode of The Shredder Show, and today we're going to talk through something that's very relevant, so we've got a new toy, and it's uh, health and fitness trackers, do they help or do they hurt you, and how to know if they're actually right for you. So, there's a couple of different things you want to talk about here. So, to give context why I thought about this, uh, talking about this, is I just bought a Woot band, I currently have an Aura ring as well. Uh, why have you got both, Charlie? Well, the Aura ring doesn't track your heart rate whilst you're training, so that's why I wanted the Woot band, so I thought I'd just get both of them, and then we'll just a weirdo and have all this technology and data to take in Um, but what I really want to take you through is five surprising truths about data tracking. Now there's big truth number one different types of people thrive in different types of data so some people respond great to data other people have become anxious and overwhelmed. Now rather than seeing their weight heart rate variability or sleep quality as a way to judge the effectiveness of what they're doing some people like view like these metrics as a statement of who they are it's like getting attached to your weight on the scale. So, when someone takes data personally, they might step in the scale and feel hopeless, thinking, "What's wrong with me? What am I doing wrong?" Or they look at a sleep track and think, "My sleep sucks. I must have a broken body." Now, these things are limiting beliefs and things that we say about ourselves that we should be very aware not to say. Now, like a lot of people will see like the behavior of tracking these things as a chore, making comments like, "I have to do this to lose weight. I have to track," and they don't feel they have a choice so like I, there's the p- same people who say i don't want to exercise, but my doctor told me i have to and it's, again it's the behavior of like doing the behavior to avoid feeling guilty in other words they exercise because they don't want to feel bad about not exercising rather than they want to actually exercise because they want to see results and they want to be happy and they want to feel great so like different types of data and different types of people like thrive on different things so firstly be aware of that now secondly a measurement is only useful if it actually helps you make an informed decision. So, this is why, like, like we take a lot of d- results and information from clients to help us make an informed decision. Now, a lot of people make very poor informed decisions from the data they have because they have emotional bias in terms of they're in their own headspace. So, they see the scales not moving, so they think, "Oh shit, uh, I better, better, burn an extra five hundred calories today. I better not eat that carrot stick or whatever." And like the reality is, that's often the worst thing you can do in that situation. And that's why coaching is so important, and I'm such a big believer, and I'm a byproduct person of coaching, is because you can have that external accountability from your own brain where you can tell someone, like, no, cut the crap, you need to eat the food, don't starve yourself, and then just be patient. Because the biggest thing is most people make is not patient. So that's truth number two, is actually like a measurement or like data is only as useful as it is to make you help you make a correct decision. Now that, number three, now this is a hot topic for me. So some trackers don't actually spell out accurate data. So one thing you have to look at is a lot of this data is based on averages. Now, if you're the average say for example I weigh hundred kilos, I for most people, my height, who weigh 100 kilos, I have a lot more body fat. i a lot more body fat, a lot more muscle, and less body fat than them. So therefore, my ability to burn calories is probably going to be higher than theirs. Um, whereas someone who, for example, might have a lot more body fat and a lot less muscle tissue, their calorie output on a daily basis is going to be very different, and their meta- metabolic rate will be very different. So we have to be very, very much aware of these. Now, this one big thing I'm I find interesting is the fact that. Um, we talk about like burning calories I see a lot of people setting goals of like oh I just want to burn 400 calories and I can eat an extra 400 and I was like that's not the point because you don't actually know whether the device you're tracking your calories on is accurate now the same can be said as well in calories consumed because generally speaking calories are very tough to measure regardless of the tool you're using so as a result the calories listed on menus and food labels can be off by as much as 20% and that's like actual legal margin they're allowed to give on food labels as well now, if someone's merely tracking using these two things, calories in versus calories out, and they're doing like a flexible approach, they can be absolutely all over the show when it comes to getting results. Now, this is why the best clients with us tend to be the ones who are the most consistent. So anyone who hasn't checked out Danny Barrasso's uh, Transformation Instagram page is absolutely insane. Dude's a machine. He's just consistent. Just turns up, just eats what you're supposed to do, just, just the training. He gets the results. It's when people try and chop and change and be really, really clever that when people trying to fall foul of things. So when people are trying to measure calories out versus calories in, like none of these things are particularly accurate, and which is why consistency is very important. So consistency is always king, and that's one thing I always say to everyone: don't seek perfection, seek consistency, and you'll seek you'll achieve results and you'll achieve happiness. Now, truth number four: uh, high-tech tra- trackers do motivate some people, uh, normally for only a few months, so. One big thing I'm a big fan of, so I use the Aura Ring, is actually tracking my step count. So, again, we're talking about calorie output. If you're in a dieting phase and, say, for example, you were doing 10,000 calories a day and I said to you as a coach, um, okay, we're going to drop your calories by another 200 and then you get tired next week and you're going to do 5,000 steps every day. Well, you've just negated that um, calorie balance deficit because you're doing less output of burning calories. Therefore, you're going to see no progress which is why it's very important to track these things. So the other thing is we can talk about now is truth number five. High-tech trackers can actually demotivate people. So this is especially true for people that come with like preset goals. It's a sleepy number of hours. They're trying to do a certain amount of steps. Like if people keep falling short of these, these can sometimes feel very difficult to overcome. So people who tend to benefit from a f- uh, having a lot of data tend to be like more numbers orientated, tend to be more advanced with their goals, more elite athletes who probably know a little bit more about what they're doing. The big take-home point I want everyone to focus on generally is just focus on consistency and making the right conscious choices on a daily basis. These are the most important things that are going to help you get results. Now, the people who will often be uh, harmed by an overemphasis on data and all this tracking stuff are people who have an unhealthy obsession with food and or fitness and these clients become so fixated on numbers they can't think of anything else. They don't actually look at what the objective outcome or look at the big picture of what they're trying to do. They only look at the hourly and day-to-day. And It's like, this is where people go wrong. You have to look at longer time scales to get life-changing results. Don't look day-to-day, don't look week-to-week. Just focus on relaxing during that period. Do the best you can, and the results will come from there. You just need to focus on consistency, the right thought processes, and not being anxious and overwhelmed with trying to track too many things. Now, having the right data... having the right support is the whole key to coaching and that's how you can take someone from point a to point b of where they want to go very very quickly and very very efficiently with minimal stress because like we at seizure coaching work with a lot of clients we've transformed thousands of lives and we've done this over and over and over again because it's a bulletproof method to get results now one of the biggest mistakes people make is they chop and change using fitness trackers they try and Piss around with their diet, changing things, trying to fit in stupid foods they shouldn't really be eating. And this just causes confusion, causes um, almost heartbreak in terms of people who they exercise over and over and over again. They're dieting constantly, yet they're never seeking results. If you do this correctly once, you can get the body fat off. We will then teach you through the four phases of training that we teach in terms of the priming phase, which is initially installing the right habits in terms of what to eat, how to train, how to look after and have respect for yourself. Number two, dieting phase in terms of getting like the body fat off and getting that shifted. Number three, which is exciting bit, is the reverse dieting phase where we bring your calories back up to a decent amount and keep your body fat in the same position so you can live a happy and enjoyable life and not feel like you're on poverty rations, which is what a lot of people do when it comes to coaching. They just starve themselves. And number four is the performance phase when we're just looking at life optimization, cognitive function, and becoming the ultimate human being you can be. So my take-home point for this today is trackers are awesome. The weak band I have is cool. So it gives a lot of metrics. You can go down loads of rabbit holes. That same with the aura ring. Uh, and these things are good to keep an eye on things. But I would only suggest for more advanced people, people who have a solid mindset, you have to have the right approach mentally to know that these things are useful and actually how to interpret this data. Because if you don't know what to do with the information, the information is completely useless. It's about how you implement that and how you action that and how you use that to take you forward, not to confuse you more and have you going round and round in circles, like a ruddler ship, which is what most people do. So I hope this was a helpful, insightful opinion in terms of my thoughts, in terms of fitness trackers, a few myths about them and the actual realities in terms of how accurate they are. Now, if you need help with your own fitness journey, you want to transform your physique, feel free to drop me a message on Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, Instagram. We'll also send you over a free copy of my abs training course. We've got the Ultimate Abs Black Book, which we've just brought out. So we'll see you all in the next episode of The Shredder Show. I hope you have an awesome day, and please make sure you leave us a five-star review on iTunes.